You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 129, The Solo Series. Let me ask you a simple question. How many times have you said to yourself, I really need to build my business so I can finally leave my day job? If you've been waiting for the right time, it is time to stop waiting. It's time to take a deep breath and do the work of building your business dream. So let's get back to that question. What's it going to take? Watch my free training and learn the exact steps you need to take to escape corporate America and create your own lane. No, it is not going to be easy. And yes, it is absolutely going to be worth it. You can watch my free training at https colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash escape the corporate rat race. Again, that's tinyurl.com forward slash escape the corporate rat race. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Worsley here. You ever wake up with a thought on your mind? I wouldn't say that you wake up from a dream that gave you a thought, but you ever wake up with just a word that was given to you while you slept? You know, like something that was said to you while you slept, you didn't necessarily have a dream about it. It wasn't like it was this movie of a dream, but these words came to you in your sleep and you, you literally woke up knowing that you were supposed to do something with those words that were given to you while you slept. Well, that happened to me last night. So, um, so many of the, the episodes of She Runs the Show. And for those of you who are new to listening to She Runs the Show, I want to say welcome. Thank you for listening. There's a lot here for you. And I hope that you will share this and so many other episodes with people that you love, that you know, whether they're starting a business or not, they need the inspiration that She Runs the Show brings. So share it send email it to people, tell them about it. But getting back to last night, I I do not remember what I dreamt at all. So I, I don't remember a dream. There was no dream. But what I do remember, and typically I, I need to start leaving a notebook and a pen by my bed. I, I used to do that and I don't do that anymore. It's so important to do that. Which business tip, have a notebook and pen by your bed and keep one in your purse. I do keep one in my purse and keep one at your desk. I keep notebooks everywhere except for next to my bed so that when ideas come to you, when business inspiration comes to you, you can jot it down and get it down. And then my second business tip is go put it in the cloud, meaning have a Google document that's just for your business ideas. And so don't, sometimes I put, I've put great ideas on four by six note cards, which I like neon colors. I don't like just the the plain Jane note cards. And then I lose the note card and then the idea is gone. I would just say, get it on paper, then get it into the cloud on Google, on a Google document. (laughs) I digress. All right. So I was sleeping last night and it was, um, I didn't, I don't remember dreaming anything. I probably did. I slept really well, but I, I don't remember dreaming anything. But what I do remember is that as I was, um, starting to wake up, so still kind of asleep, a little awake, thinking about the day that's coming, Um, 
this this word came to me. And when I say word, I mean message. This message came to me. I don't know where it came from. I just know that I heard it really clearly in my sleep. And it was this. What to do about the mountain in front of you? What to do about the mountain in front of you? And and here's the other thing about when you get a message from inspiration, when you get a message, whether it's about your child or about your business or about something else, when a message comes from inspiration, A, it's not something that you had to figure out. So it's not like, how am I going to do this? Or how am I going to make this happen? Or what's going to go on? Um, it's not coming from a grasping for the how when it's truly from inspiration. It is actually something that is downloaded to you, given to you from someplace else. Uh, it could be an answer to a question you've been asking for weeks. It could be an idea that you haven't been asking for. But when it is inspired action, when it is inspiration, it comes to you. You're not grasping for it. That's just a little um, signal. You know, sometimes in business, we wonder, well, did I get this idea for a, an email list or a freebie or an opt-in? Is this me just trying to fabricate and make something happen? Or is this truly something that I'm meant to do? Typically, when stuff comes to you through inspiration, you are truly meant to do that. Which, by the way, um, in meditation this morning, I got a whole new idea for another uh, freebie on mindset and getting your, you know, getting rid of your business self-sabotage and getting your mind right before you build a business, which I'll talk about that when that's done. So getting back to this message that I got this morning, what to do about the mountain in front of you. Not only did I get that message as I was waking up this morning, I also got the clear message that this was meant to be a podcast episode. So I knew I was going to record a podcast episode this morning, <clears throat> excuse me, but I I didn't know. I mean, I have, you know, podcast episodes scripted, outlined, what have you, but I didn't know if I was going to stick with what was supposed to be episode 129, which will be an upcoming episode, or if I was going to do something different. And this came to me before I even woke up. And I knew the moment I opened my eyes and I put my feet on the floor that this was supposed to be a podcast episode. So here we go. I'm going to talk today about what to do about the mountain in front of you. Um, I am someone who loves mountains. I, I Mountains bring me peace. And I think that's probably a lot of the reason why I lived in Utah for a number of years, even though I was not crazy about Utah. Many reasons why I was not crazy about Utah. One thing I did love about living in Utah is I loved the mountains. I loved the mountains of Provo. I used to hike the Y. I loved the mountains uh, in Midway, Butte Park City. Butte, I mean, I the if you've never been to Utah, it's a trip you need to make because the mountains are uh, they're majestic. There's just there's just no other way to say it. Even in places like Saint George and Moab, and in the south of Utah where you've got the Red Rocks, it is breathtakingly beautiful. You know, mountains to me represent protection. They represent um, power. They represent, I mean, and you know, I, I'm a Capricorn, so I'm a goat, right? Like my, my Zodiac is a goat and, um, and goats like to have their feet firmly planted on the ground. So I can see why I love mountains because I like my feet firmly planted on the ground. Now, when I would hike the Y in Provo and I get all the way to the tippy top of the Y and I would look down and there was that big drop. I didn't love that part but I love mountains. 
And so moving to Wyoming, I really didn't know if I was going to have the same sort of mountain experience that I had in Utah, because the, I mean, depending on where you are in Wyoming, it's a totally different landscape. And so if you're in, you know, Gillette, Wyoming, it's kind of really ugly. No offense to anybody if you're listening from Gillette, but it's ugly to me. (laughs) Um, But where we live in Wyoming, which is, you know, not too far from Jackson Hole, small rural town, it's a mountain town. The, the, elevation is I think seven or 8,000. I I'm once again, not only in a place that I love because it's rural and it's country. I'm in a place that I love because I'm literally surrounded by three mountain ranges here, uh, surrounded by the beauty of mountains. And so for me, mountains have always been, um, peace producing and power driven and protection security, certainty, uh, a reminder that um, I'm not alone in the universe and that there is protection on all sides. And even if you look at it biblically, whether you're religious or not, when you think about all of the passages in the Bible that contain mountains, right? I think it's in Matthew that it says, you know, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed, and you believe it fully in your heart, the mountain's got to be removed, and so we have all of these these metaphors with mountains. And so when I woke up this morning and there and and that message came to me, what to do about the mountain in front of you? I thought about it for a little bit. I thought about it as I meditated. I know you're supposed to clear your mind when you meditate. That rarely happens with me, but you know, I do my best. Um I thought about it. And when I got out of meditation, I realized that most of the time we think about mountains as a metaphor in business. We think about the mountains that we need to remove, the mountains that we need to climb, the mountains that we need to overcome or get to the top of. Usually in business, when we use the the metaphor of the mountain, um, we're seeing the mountain as an obstacle, as something standing in our way, as a gauntlet, gauntlet thrown down from the universe, a challenge, something that we've got to overcome. And I want to, I want to help you shift that today because in today's episode, we're going to talk about what do you do about the mountain in front of you? Namely, not only the challenges you're finding in your business, but the, the calls to being that exist in your business because I'm, and I'm not going to go too far in just yet, but there are different types of mountains in your business. And so most of us are handling certain mountains in our business um, as if the mountain is a an obstacle to be overcome when it actually is a different kind of mountain. And so that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode. So where do we begin with this? I, I love this quote from Najwa Sebian. I hope I said her name correct or his name correct. I have no idea who this is. Just found it on Pinterest. You know me. Pinterest addiction. Just saying. Um Najwa Sebian said, and this is one of my favorite quotes, said, these mountains that you are carrying, you are only supposed to climb. Let me say that again. These mountains that you are carrying, you were only supposed to climb. Now, how many times in life have we, have we taken on things, situations, problems that are not our own, uh, fights that are not our fights? Um, causes that are not, how often in life, not just simply in business, have we taken on mountains and we've carried them 
when we were only supposed to climb them. See the problem with that? We are dealing with different mountains in our life, but we keep applying the one approach to all the mountains of our lives when clearly the mountains that we carry, some of them we were only supposed to climb. And so that's what I want to talk about today, because there's a difference. Um, you'll, you're going to come across different mountains in your business. And unless you understand the different types of mountains in your business, you're going to apply the wrong approach to the mountain in front of you because you don't understand its purpose. Different mountains in your business have different purposes. Some mountains in your business, you're meant to climb. Some mountains in your business, you're meant to pass through. And some mountains in your business, you are meant to remove. You are meant to say, be thou removed. And with all the faith and gusto in your heart, your faith will remove those bad boys. But not every mountain in your business is a mountain you're meant to remove. Not every mountain in your business is a mountain you're meant to pass through. And not every mountain in your business is a mountain you're meant to climb. And the importance comes in knowing which mountain you're dealing with at the moment. Now, let me, let me go deep for a second. I'm not just talking to entrepreneurs in this conversation today. That's why I said at the beginning, if you have a friend or a family member or a coworker or somebody going through some mess right now in their lives and they are dealing with some mountains or they are, they are dealing with some issues and they don't get the purpose of the mountain or the type of the mountain, then their strategy for handling the mountain is going to be all wrong. Send this link, this podcast episode to them. They need to hear it. They need to understand that I'm not just talking about business today, folks. I'm talking about whatever mountain in your life you are perceiving is in your way. Get your mind right about the mountain first. Get to know which kind of mountain this is, and then you will know the strategy that you need to use to do whatever the function and purpose of the mountain is in your life. Just saying, share it with people who are dealing with some mountains, but may not know that there are different types of mountains and they're supposed to do different things with them. Okay. So again, as I said, the importance comes in knowing which mountain you're dealing with at the moment. Now let's talk about the different kinds of mountains, because I just said, you're going to have different mountains in your business. You're going to have some that you're meant to climb, some you're meant to pass through, some you're meant to remove. All right, let, let, let's get into the weeds on this one. Mountains that you're meant to climb. Mountains that you're meant to climb in your business are places in your business where growth and development are required for you to be successful. I think especially brand new entrepreneurs think every mountain is a mountain that they've got to climb. Every mountain is a mountain that they've got to get to the peak of. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Not so. You will waste your life and your energy and your passion and your momentum if you are looking at every single mountain in your business as a mountain you are meant to get to the peak of. No, 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 no. No. Not every mountain is a mountain that you're meant to climb. Mountains that you're meant to climb are places in your business where growth and development are required for you to be successful. Let me give you specifics because I can hear some logical type A overachieving, aspiring and, and entre current entrepreneurs saying, okay, well tell me like what specifically is an example of a mountain that I'm meant to climb. Good. Grab the notebook and pen. Let's do this. Um, building skill in your business, marketing skill, 
sales skill, um, developing a team skill if you're going to outsource, finding the right VAs, building skill is a mountain that you're meant to climb. Practicing commitment and consistency is a mountain you're meant to climb. Can I just drop the mic on something real quick? Lots of people want to avoid the fact that the reason why their business is not successful is not because they don't have a great business. It's not because they don't have a solid business model. It's not because they don't know what to do. It's because they don't do it consistently. It's because they don't do the work of being consistent and persistent. They operate in spurts, stopping and starting, giving 200% for two weeks, falling off the face of the earth for six, and wondering why year after year their business is not making any money. Because the person who wins this game is the person who is steadfastly committed and unwaveringly consistent in what they deliver. And listen, I... I have been as inconsistent as any aspiring entrepreneur wants to know in the past. I am there with you if you are in the inconsistency plane because I've been there, done that. Here's what I'm learning. Consistency means you do what you say you're going to do, whether you have the time or not, whether you feel like it or not, whether you're in the mood or not, whether you have to or not. You do it simply because you do what you say you're going to do. You know, I do this daily email to my tribe that I started really being super consistent on, I'd say at this point, probably a month or so ago. And it's this daily dose of inspiration. And I send an email every single day. Do you understand what kind of consistency it takes to be somebody who basically send out, sent out emails to my tribe, maybe once every three or four months before that, to sending out an email once every single day? And do you know that there are days like last night, where it was 9.35 p.m., I had already showered and gotten my pajamas and I was ready for bed. And I it suddenly dawned on me that I didn't send out my daily email and I was like, crap, I got to send out a daily email. You know, and, and part of me was like, just don't send it. Like, it's 9.30. You're tired. Whatever you send out is not going to be helpful. Just, 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 just skip a day. And there was a piece in me that having sent out my daily dose of inspiration to my list. And if you want to be on that email and get that daily dose of inspiration, go to CassandraVon.com, sign up. You will love it. I'm just saying. And, and because I'm sharing my life with you. I'm sharing my, like my hot mess moments. I'm sharing my self-doubt, all of it. So you understand that you are not alone in this entrepreneurial journey. We all are dealing with our inner critics and we all need the inspiration to keep it moving. So last night at 9.36 p.m., I had the option. I could quit. I, I could not send out that email. And I had already shut down my laptop. I, I I was not feeling going back on that laptop again. You know what I did? I went back on that laptop at 9.36 PM. I opened that bad boy up. I put that email together. I clicked send. You know why? Because consistency is king when it comes to business. doesn't matter if I feel like it. Does not, if I, if I said I'm going to do it, you know what? I better do it. And it's taken me a long time to learn the consistency lesson. But here's the thing. One of the mountains you're meant to climb is practicing, building the skill of commitment and consistency, whether you're in the mood or not, building the skill of doing the daily work. Do you realize that building a business is just as if you were preparing for the NBA or the NFL? These, these athletes don't become the stars they are by accident. And they don't become the stars they are by what they do every once in a while. 
they are working their tails off. They, when they're not in the gym, they're in the weight room. When they're not in the weight room, they're sprinting. When they're not sprinting, they're watching video. They're watching video of themselves in the last game. They're watching video of the competition in the last few games. Like they are so obsessed with getting that edge, that next tweak, that next shift, that next change. They're relentless in their pursuit of that. So a mountain that you're meant to climb in your business is how are you being relentless about what you're learning? How are you being relentless about what you're tweaking, what you're doing, what you're shaping? What, how, how are you being relentless with that? Because in my mind, that's the daily work. Always, always filling your mind with inspiration, listening to an audible book and building your, your emotional intelligence and building your understanding of business and pulling from every which direction and watching entrepreneurial trainings and, you know, not just going to conferences to network, but going to conference to, to furiously writing notes at a business conference because that one little tip, that one little edge is everything that you need to get you to the next level in your business. Are you doing the daily work of that? Because if you're not, there's a mountain that you're meant to climb that you aren't climbing? Are you building stamina? Stamina. Do you know in business and in life, like let's just go to life for a minute. Do you understand in life how many times on average over the course of 80 or 90 years, we are going to get emotionally gut punched? I know there's no Pollyanna over here. Do you understand how many times I used to be a person, again, I'm a Capricorn, goat, feet on the ground. Uh, I, I love certainty, right? I love certainty and significance. I used to be a person who didn't expect emotional gut punches. I used to be a person who just was like, well, if I'm nice to people, if I'm good to people, then people are going to be good to me. Do unto others as you would do unto them. And, and I still believe you treat people the way you want to be treated. Don't get me wrong. But I used to be a person who did not believe that people could emotionally gut punch you for no reason and if you didn't do anything to them. And then life has taught me over time, we are going to get emotionally gut punched. We are going to get blindsided by people. We're going to get those emotional upheavals. And they're not things and situations that are happening to us. They are situations that are happening for us so we can grow, so we can become stronger. So when the next emotional gut punch happens, we know what to do about it. Can I tell you, I always wanted to have eight children. I currently have three. I hope I have more, but I always wanted to have eight children. And when the, the, if I tell you the level of difficulty dealing with infertility between one and two, my oldest is nine years older. I mean, nine, not nine years, seven years. I was thinking about my oldest and youngest. My oldest is seven years old, older than my middle. And he is nine years older than my third. And I had my first when I was 19. So you're not talking about a woman who's in her thirties trying to have a baby, baby number two. You're talking about a woman who's 21 trying to have baby number two and baby number two wasn't coming. Baby number two was like, we spirit, I'm not ready. You're not ready. We're not ready. And those four years of secondary infertility were rough. I mean, I'm talking about, I would 
cry before going to baby showers. I would cry every month. I peed on a stick and and the, and it was negative. I can't, I, I must've at this point, I must've been over the course of my life so far. I'm, I probably have taken at least, I don't know, let's see, 50, 60 pregnancy tests that were negative, And I've had four so far that were positive. Um, and that journey was rough. And I could have never anticipated at 21 when I'd gotten pregnant so easily at 18, not expecting it, obviously. I could have never expected the road of four years of secondary infertility, nor could I have expected the road when I finally did get that miracle pregnancy and that miracle baby. The bleeding in my first trimester, the doctor's telling me that I'm probably going to miscarry and there's nothing they can do about it. Uh, The nurse is telling me I'd better just lay down and pray because I'm probably going to lose that baby. The finding blood in the uterus with that second baby and the doctor saying, well, the blood could consume the fetus or embryo at that time. And we don't know what's going to happen. The blood magically disappearing somewhere in second trimester, Uh, then going into preterm labor and being put in the hospital because my water broke at week 32, Um, having the baby at uh, 35 weeks and seeing this little tiny five pound, five ounce baby, Um, which even remembering it hurts, right? And then staying two weeks in the hospital with that baby in the NICU, the joy and exhilaration of bringing that baby home only to be back in the hospital three months later because the baby was almost dead blue. Um, and, and the doctor saying he might not make it. Now that baby is about to turn 14. Um, and I tell you the story because all of those experiences from the weight and the four years of secondary infertility, which led me to write a book called Conceiving by Faith, which the finally getting pregnant with baby number two, um, the almost having the miscarriage, the going into preterm labor, the having a tiny five pound baby. And I I know for those of you who who had preemies that are even small, I can't imagine two pounds. I I literally thought I was going to have a nervous breakdown at five. So in my mind, I can't imagine two. Um, to the going back to the hospital at three months with a baby that was almost dead. I would have asked for none of that in my life. But what those experiences did do was they built stamina in me. Like stuff doesn't put me on the floor the way it puts people on the floor. You have to understand that one of the things you've got to be able to deal with in terms of a mountain that you're meant to climb, are the emotional upheavals, the side swipes of life, the life curveballs. Those are mountains you're meant to climb because they're building stamina. They're building grit. They're building resilience. They're building in you the ability so that when you hit a million a year or 500,000 a year or 70,000 a year and something comes and tries to blow that up, you are not on the floor. Because you've been climbing the mountain of stamina. You can have a clear head. You can be grounded. You can have clarity because that is a mountain that you're meant to climb. Playing the long term and not settling for short term wins. That is a mountain you're meant to climb. Do you know how many people want a shortcut to business success? Everybody who pays 2000 or 4000 or whatever people are charging for courses like that, they all want to know, how do I get to six figures in six months? You probably won't. You probably won't. Uh... And you probably don't want to because part of this sustainable 
business success thing is you got to be able to play the long term and you cannot settle for short term wins. The problem is most people get complacent with short term wins, which is why they don't build stamina. They don't build consistency. They seesaw all over the place and they settle for the short term wins, which never produces long term success. No, that's a mountain you're meant to climb long term, long game, not short game. Now let's talk about mountains you're meant to pass through. So mountains you're meant to pass through are different than the mountains you're meant to climb. The mountains you're meant to climb are places in your business where growth and development are required for you to be successful. The mountains you're meant to pass through are mountains where, yes, the mountain is big, but the point is not to get to the peak of the mountain. The point is to get through the pass of the mountain because the mountain is something that you're going to come across again. The mountain is something that uh, it'll be a different size next time, or it might be a different, you know, uh, makeup next time. But this is not a mountain that's a one and done thing. Every area that you're supposed to grow and develop in, that's why you do the climb, because every level is a new level. But mountains that you're meant to pass through are things like setting up your legal and accounting systems, getting your business permits, your LLC, uh, building a website. Like you're going to build different websites over the course of your business, over the course of your business. Some are going to be like a WordPress blog, which is a giant mountain. Some are going to be a basic website. Some you're going to outsource to website designers. So you have to choose them. Those are mountains that you're meant to get through the pass on, but you're going to pass through them again. Vetting potential customers and clients, having those sales calls. Part of the, the selling skill is a mountain you're meant to climb, but the actual like vetting customers, vetting clients, you're going to see that mountain over and over again in your business. It, it's not, you don't have to climb that bad boy. You just need to get through the pass on it. Choosing a business model and sales approach. Your business model is a mountain. You don't have to like, I got to get to the top of the, you may not stick with that business model. You may start with one business model and go to a completely different one. You don't know. That's a mountain that you're meant to pass through. Launching a product or service, that's a mountain you're meant to pass through. The number of people who overcommit to one product or service and think that is going to be the end all be all of their business, you are wrong. Your business is, you're changing. You're constantly evolving. So too will your business. So again, launching a product or service, that's a, that's a mountain you're meant to pass through. That is not a mountain you're meant to climb. Then there are the third type of mountain. And the final one I'm going to talk about in today's episode, mountains you're meant to remove. Now mountains you're meant to remove. Oh, I'm a little stuffy. Mountains you're meant to remove are, um, inside work. I call it inner leadership. And in my 12 week inner badass program, that is what I focus on completely because I'm just going to be very, I'm going to be very clear about this. If you don't do the inner leadership work, none of the other stuff works long-term. Not the strategies, not the tactics, not the mountains you're meant to climb, not the mountains you're meant to pass. Like none of that works if the inner work isn't done. So the third type, the mountains you're meant to remove are really the mountains that, yeah, they're internal blocks to you giving your all and succeeding. They're mindset issues. They're, do you believe that you aren't where you want to be in your business yet? Or do you believe that you have to get it right the first time, that it's got to be perfect, right? Growth versus fixed mindset, as Carol Dweck would talk about it. What are you believing about your success in business? Do you believe that your success is inevitable? I just wrote a Medium post about this. 
do you believe that your success is possible, probable, or inevitable? Inevitable wins every time. Possible can be transformed to inevitable. Probable is based on what you see, and that's problematic. I'm not going to use this episode to talk about why probable is, is problematic. But inevitable wins every time. And so the mountains you're meant to remove are those internal blocks to you giving your all and succeeding. They're the mindset things. Do you have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset? They're the self-sabotage things. What are you doing to get in your own way with your business? What are you telling yourself? How are you talking to yourself? Are you letting your inner critic run the show? I, you know, that's why I started the private Facebook community that is growing and booming called Fire your inner critic, find your inner badass, and finally build your business. doesn't matter if you're already in business, you want to be in that group because I'm doing FB Live training Monday through Friday so we can deal with this inner critic thing. So we can like, let's bring it to the forefront and deal with it because a lot of us are being reduced emotionally and spiritually and energetically by an inner critic that is living in our subconscious saying all kinds of nonsense nonsense to us on the background. That's a mountain you're meant to remove. That inner critic has a role, but not in its dysfunctional current inner critic state. We've got to transform that bad boy into a powerful mentor. And there's work involved with doing that. And that's what I teach in the private group. It's a free group. You can go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash fire your inner critic and ask to be accepted because I do that training Monday through Friday. We got to transform the inner critic into a powerful mentor. This is a mountain that is meant to be removed. Your standards, if they're too low, if you're settling for crumbs and still starving in your business, your standards for yourself, for your business and, and how you will be treated by others, if they are too low, that is a mountain that is meant to be removed. Your work ethic I could do a whole episode on work ethic. Your work ethic, is it to the level of the profitability you plan to make? That is a mountain that you're meant to remove. That the, the This inner work, this inner leadership stuff is everything. It is the core and foundation of any business you will ever build. And this is the stuff where you go, whatever is not serving my higher good, my highest good, whatever is not putting me in my inner badass, highest self position of power from which to go out and transform the world. It's got to go today, this moment, this it's got no, no notice, no two weeks, no fired, fired from my mind, fired from my life, fired from my perspective. It's got to go. Those are the mountains, the internal blocks to you giving your own succeeding that need to be removed. So as I said, we have to know which mountain we're dealing with. Are we dealing in our business with the mountains that we're meant to climb, with the mountains that we're meant to pass through, or with the mountains that we are meant to remove? And here's the thing. You can only manage one mountain at a time. You can only climb one mountain at a time. You can only remove one mountain at a time. And here's the other thing. If you apply the wrong technique to a mountain, you're going to end up stuck or at that mountain for far longer than you needed to be. Think about the Israelites spending 40 years just circling the wilderness, circling the wilderness after, you know, God parted the Red Seas. Moses took the people through and they didn't have enough faith to believe that they could take the land. So what did they end up doing? Circling the same spot, spending 40 years in the wilderness. Don't do that in your business. 
Do not spend 40 years in the wilderness in your business. And I know that when you're giving your all and you're busting your butt and nothing is changing in your bank account number, you feel like you're, you're just 40 years in the wilderness. If you know what mountain you're dealing with and you're applying the right strategy to the, that mountain's issue, its purpose in your life and in your business, yes, you may feel stuck. Yes, you may feel like nothing's shifting. Trust the process. Trust the process. Listen, how you see the mountain and what you know about the mountain is going to determine what you're able to do with the mountain. That's why faith moves mountains. You ever wonder why people say that faith moves mountains? Do you know why faith moves mountains? Because I'm not acting or deciding or working or living by what I see. I am acting, deciding, and living by what I know. Do you get the difference? By what I know. And what I know is, what I know that I know that I know is that I was meant to create this business. I was meant to serve my tribe. My tribe was meant to transform, and I'm a key piece of that, and I'm not stopping until my business does that. That's the knowing thing. Now, the seeing thing, if we're going to go off of just what we see, could be, okay, people aren't signing up for my email list, or they're not opening my emails, or I launched a product and very few people bought it, or uh, I wrote a blog post and nobody read it, or I wrote a Medium post and only three people clapped for it, or I did an FB Live and only there were only 20 views on it. That may be what you're seeing, but if you're operating from what you know, if you're operating from your faith and not your sight, that's when you get to the place where you see the mountains the way they need to be seen. You know the purpose of them. You know exactly what to do. And you aren't moved in any direction by the current temporary circumstances. Instead, you are acting from faith. You are not living by sight. And that's where the game changes. And it might take a long time for the game to change from your standards. You know, sometimes you plant a garden and it's two days later and you want that tomato plant to be out of the ground. That's not the season of gestation for that plant. It is no difference in, in your business. It is no different in your business. There is a season of gestation for everything you're planting. But if every time you turn around, you're putting a seed and you're planting a seed in your business, and you are digging that sucker up, how do you expect anything to grow? How, and and if all you're, here's the thing, if all you're ever doing is checking the ground, checking the ground, checking the ground, is the seed coming up? You're not doing anything else in your business. You know, sometimes I have to say to myself, stop looking at your likes on Instagram. Stop, stop it. Like, do something useful. Me checking my Instagram feed or me checking my Pinterest account. That's not useful. Create something. Do something. Faith operates without sight. Faith operates with the I know that I know that I know. Here's the thing. If you don't have the right perception, then you take the wrong level of action. So what am I saying at the end of the day? I'm saying know what mountain you're dealing with. I'm saying not all mountains are mountain are obstacles or challenges. Not, I, let's stop looking at mountains as bad things. They're good things. They're power, they're protection, they're majesty. They're a reminder that the same God who created that majestic, beautiful mountain also created you. And they didn't, and he didn't create either of those things to fail. Either. 
Let's look at mountains for the power and the purpose and the majesty and the protection that they are. And then once you can change your perception on what a mountain means in your life and business, now it's time to say, okay, what type of mountain am I dealing with at the current moment? And what strategy needs to be applied to that mountain given its purpose? Am I meant to climb it? Uh, am I meant to pass through it? Or am I meant to remove it? And once you know that, then you know exactly what to do next. There's no question. You don't need to go see a psychic and say, what should I do about my business? Nope. You don't need a psychic. You are your own psychic. You know what to do. Once you know the mountain you're dealing with and its purpose and what strategy it needs, you know what to do. You don't need anybody to tell you. And at the end of the day, here's the thing. The most important mountain that you're ever going to deal with is the mountain that needs to be removed by your faith. Those internal blocks, they need to be done. So when I say to you, come into our, our Facebook community, fire your inner critic, find your inner badass and finally start your business. I'm putting stuff in there that you're not going to find on this podcast and you're not going to find anywhere else, not even on YouTube. And the reality of the situation is super simple. Until you fire your inner critic, until you find your inner badass, you're going to play small in your business. Period. You're not going to give your all in the way you think you are. You're not going to go all in. You're not going to be super massively, completely consistent. You're just not because your inner critic is stealing your energy on a subconscious level and you don't even hear its voice because you are so used to its criticism. So join me in the group, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash fire your inner critic. And also, you know, you can check out my YouTube channel. I have tips and things there. Uh, YouTube.com com forward slash Cassandra Von Tech. <laughs> I know this is how often I, I ever talk about the YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash Cassandra Von TV. There's lots of tips there, rise and grind and, and some focus tips, but let me just say this final thing. And then I'm going to, I'm going to leave this alone. You were meant for every mountain you have in your life. You were meant, I really want you to hear this. You were meant for every mountain that shows up in your life. The mountain was meant for you and you were meant for it. It did not come to crush you or give you shade or, or kill you in the process of climbing it. The mountains you face in your life and business, you were meant for them and they were meant for you. You have everything you need to take that and do the thing you are meant to do. Do not act as if these mountains are problems in your life. Do not behave as if these mountains are um, something, someone telling you not to move forward with your business. Uh-uh. You were meant for them, and they were meant for you. There it is. Boom. Drop the mic. <laughs> All right, everybody. I will see you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.